Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. I am your co-host, Steve Cypress, along with my one and only incredible, believe me, fantastic, excellent guy, Mr. Everett Farnell. We are, Steve, the podcast of the people, everybody's podcast. Whatever business you're in, whatever you're doing, we are your podcast here to serve you. Although we're in a transitional phase, we are in an area where we are not yet a podcast officially. So we're putting together our podcasting that in a couple of months we will be officially podcasting. But right now we're in transition. But everybody already knows what our uh, official platform is, and we're getting phone calls asking to uh, uh, people already adjusting their positions to come in line with us, so that when we are officially launched out, they'll fall right in line. Yeah, and I don't even know what I'm talking about because, of course, we're not interested. Neither do I. So there is no lame duck, there's no transition, there's no uh, pure analogy here to what's going on in politics. However, we do, as always, this week have a lesson to be learned from Donald Trump. And this week, ironically, it's about taking the high road. I say ironically because this is supposedly one of the the points that Hillary and Obama and all those surrogates made throughout the campaign of like, when they go low, we go high, even though there could not possibly be anyone going any lower than Hillary Clinton and Obama did on Trump and all the media and all the celebrities and all the everybody and every Republican and everybody went incredibly so low on Trump. It's incredible, but they, they like to say that they were going high. But in this case, we have a recent case now where Donald Trump is going high because he came out this week as we're recording this in uh, just before Thanksgiving in November that Donald Trump came out with some pronouncement, I am not going to go after Hillary Clinton and I am actually, even though I said over and over on the campaign trail and I got people to chant, lock her up, lock her up, I think she suffered enough and I'm not going to go after her and he's taking the high road. So what's the lesson to be learned from that for small business owners ever? Well, to me, the lesson is that Trump is willing to make decisions that people are not going to like. Like We all know his base is not going to like that, his decision. But he's willing to make decisions that people aren't going to like for what he perceives to be the good, in this case, of the country. But in the business's case, the business owner has to make those decisions that their employees don't like, that maybe their customers or some of their customers don't like, that maybe their spouse doesn't like, that maybe their vendors don't like. They have to make these decisions that are what, what is in their best interest, the business's best interest, as opposed to what other people want that business owner to do. So what I'm trying to say is that whatever somebody's opinion of Hillary and whether she should be locked up or not locked up or whatever, there are riots happening all across the country, legitimate riots, people destroying property, attacking people, uh, beating them up. I mean, legitimately, really bad stuff going on. So what's sure, in addition to those physical rioting in the street, there is the nonstop onslaught as if the campaign didn't end from the right. media and all over social media and whatever about still Donald Trump is unfit for president and, and impeach him and this and that and whatever. So if he can take the high road and say, I really do want to be the president for all the people, you can see I am not 
here to be damaging the Democrats or my opponents anymore. Uh, I'm going to be magnanimous, take the high road. Even if personally he can't stand Hillary and wants to put her away for the better of solving a bigger problem, he's going to come out and, at least publicly, say, that's okay, she suffered enough, I'm not going to pursue her anymore. And that positions him as the bigger person. Right, it positions him as the bigger person, and it's a great example of exactly how business owners need to approach decisions with their business, absent emotion and absent what's happening. So, for example, I was watching And absent a, personal feelings and personal exactly. prejudices. So I, I was watching a show about uh, about business. This, is, this ties right in with what we're talking about called Bar Rescue. Are you familiar with it? Absolutely. Okay. So. I love all those shows. Being a con- marketing okay. consultant myself, being used to people ignoring everything I say, then finally doing something and having unbelievable results. I love all those TV shows where the same thing happens. Right. So I, I, I do too. I, I watch most of them. So I'm watching a, this bar rescue and this business owner has a, in California, has a lobster vending machine where you go in and you grab the lobster out of the vending machine and then you give the lobster to the kitchen and they cook the lobster for you and send it out. And of course, if you know anything about cooking lobster, the lobster's alive when you grab it out of the vending machine. And and then, you know, you go, they boil it. They, I mean, you have to boil lobster alive and then bring it out. Well, animal rights activists were going crazy. But this woman had an attachment to this machine because uh, a small bit of her customers wanted to keep the machine. And she, she had a real hard time getting making the tough decision, pissing this small group, of, small group of customers off in order to make the decision that was smart for her business, which was get rid of that damn machine because you're getting a ton of bad press over it. But see, she didn't have to look the bad press in the eye. She had to look her customer in the eye. And so when she got rid of the machine and the customers were, you know, the customers were grumpy about it and didn't want to do it, well, the John Taffer, the host of the show, was now the guy who could take the take the heat for that. And she was able now not to face that heat. But she wasn't able to make the right decision for her business because somebody else, in this case, a small group of her customers, wanted her to do something that was not right for the business. And that's what business owners need to learn is that they, they need to do what's right for their business regardless of what that small group of customers think. Now, all of your customers, well, that's a different story. Now, now you have, you know, you're not doing something that's right for the business. But if a small group of customers want you to do something to fit their desires and it's not good for your business, or if a group of employees want you to do something to fit their needs and it's not good for your business, or a group of vendors want you to do something to fit their agenda, but it's not the best for your business. You have to make the decision that's best for your business, just like I believe Donald Trump is trying to take the high road, trying to make the decision that's best to calm things down and to keep things together in America. He's trying to make what he perceives as the best decision, take the high road on that case, and it's going to piss a lot of his base off, but he's doing what he thinks is good for the country. So on the smaller level, business owner has to do the same thing. So the bottom line is the business owner, you, you need to, I mean, small business owners often, you know, we are business is kind of it's our life and they're intertwined i mean we have a home office even we'll do some work from home we're always thinking about work when we're at home we're always thinking about home when we're at work they're very intertwined but when it comes to being successful in business we need to take our own personal feelings and our own personal agenda and our own personal likes out of it so for instance this happens very often in you mentioned bar rescue in the restaurant business where a patron 
a diner in a restaurant will order something that goes against every fiber of the being of the chef. So the chef has to make a decision. Do I want to be a successful chef here in the restaurant, or am I going to let my personal feelings get in the way? So, for instance, if somebody goes, hey, this steak, put plenty of ketchup on it, or send it back, it's not cooked right, and the chef goes, excuse me, that steak is cooked perfectly, whatever, but, oh, I'll put it back in. I mean, because that's taking the high road. That's the, for the greater good. He's subjugating his own personal, you know, he's, he could say, because the bet we've all heard the stories if you haven't been there or seen them of he could spit on it or piss on it or all that stuff that's not taking the high road that would be donald trump saying oh yeah i'm still gonna go after it and blah 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 the high road is you know what he said the steak is not cooked right i know it's cooked right i believe it's cooked right every fiber by being knows this is the perfect way to cook this steak however for the good of my restaurant I am going to placate the customer here and cook it a little more, and I'm going to do so with a smile, without spitting on it, without throwing it on the floor, because that's for the greater good. Right, right. You know, I, and I, so I, even one... if you think when you're, you know, your expert design, when you're doing a remodeling job, and you're saying this is where the cabinet should be, and this is how the refrigerator, and this, that, I'm not trying to make a point of the customer is always right because whoever made that up never met a customer. But I'm saying that sometimes it makes sense to bend, oftentimes it makes sense to go with the will of the customer even if it violates your own personal feelings about something. You know, in last week's episode you mentioned a bakery and there was a famous, I think it went all the way to the Supreme Court about this whole bakery thing a year or two ago about how bakeries have to bake a cake for a gay wedding even if they are some deeply whatever held religious or some other whatever their beliefs are that somehow cakes are bad or gay weddings are bad or all weddings are bad. I don't remember what it was all about. Some nonsense. I mean, the bottom line is you just bake the, damn cake. You bake the cake. Like, who cares yeah. whether you're going to use this for a birthday? Oh, I hate birthdays, so I'm, I'm not baking a cake if it says happy birthday. I mean, it's all nonsense. So if somebody comes into your place, wants a birthday cake, you don't believe in birthdays, then get out of the bakery business. You're well, yeah, bakery. And, and the thing, and here's the thing, is I, I think from that point of view, the important thing to remember is not so much that the, and this is not an issue about whether the baker should be allowed or not allowed or whether they have a right or don't have a right. And that's not the issue that we're saying. What we're saying is that that bake a cake or shut your business down because the government's going to force you out of business and they're going to make you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. Well, just bake the damn cake. If you really can't support it, if you don't want to be able, then don't charge for the cake and make it clear why you're not charging for the cake. If you can, I can't accept money for this because I don't support what you're doing, but I also don't want to get have the government shut me down and get fined hundreds of thousands of dollars. So here's the cake. It's made. It's made right. But keep your money because... Yeah, I just say just get I, out of I the can't. cake business. I mean, if, yeah. uh, when I was a kid in the 60s with all the segregation around, if you had a hotel and you wanted to, you didn't believe that, like, blacks shouldn't be sleeping in these rooms or drink out of these water packs, get out of the hotel business, okay? Like, yeah, right. You know, get out of the cake business. If you won't cake a ba- bake a cake for anybody for any reason, then get out of the cake business. You know, get you're not going to control business. everybody coming into your business. And do, I mean, if you're a plumber and you get called in because somebody's got brown sludge dripping all over, the floor and you walk into their home and they got some kind of picture on the wall of something you don't like personally or religiously or whatever it is, then you've got to get out of the I go into people's homes business. Right. Because you're going to be in the wrong business. Go do right. something yeah, where you say, I only am an exterior painter. I don't paint the inside the houses because sometimes when you go in, there's something there you don't like. Go in a different business. 
Right, right. Yeah, find a, find a different business. Sell the business here and find a different one. Because find a, a, a to say it the way as we started, I mean, as this, is a, this is our opinion, is take the high roads. If you're going to be the president of the United States, then your petty, personal, you know, in Trump, it's going to be a fun four years watching Trump try and deal with this because normally he doesn't take the high road. That's what he's famous for, not taking the high road, letting his petty, personal peccadillos cloud his judgment on what should otherwise just move along and do the job of what a president should do. We're going to watch him take the bait over and over and over, and it's back and forth because the press will then take his bait and rebroadcast his tweets that are vindictively tweeting about something somebody said about him, or now it's something they said about his vice president, for crying out loud. The vice president goes, I'm not offended. What do I care what some actor says on a stage? Who cares? Trump, oh, I'm offended. I got a tweet. Well, now the news media takes that bait, and they go, see, Trump is a whatever. Now Trump takes that bait, and he goes back. Folks, strap yourself in for a fun ride. It's going to be a fun four years here on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.